0: Oh, he's Dan was. Dan was. You're going to hate this. We've had this conversation. Dan was extolling the virtues of drive by car before every critic in America had even heard of it.
2: You already started throwing toasters at me at Josh's house. No, no, it's fine.
1: I won't be revisiting it soon.
2: He did He did knock
0: me for a loop, though, and he turned it around. I'm sitting there listening, and you can hear the. And I started to guess this was coming because he was all of Igor Mortensen, David Cronenberg.
1: Uh, one of, his, one of
0: his favorite movies, apparently.
1: So, oh, huh? well, that's how you got the gig, I guess. That's, I guess so, yeah.
0: But, uh, we always like that.
1: Did you follow up that
2: did, did you follow up, or did you ever want to do a genre film? Oh, no, we didn't go,
0: we didn't go there, we didn't have a lot of time, but he did. He started asking me questions about openings, it was it was delightful. And you'd turn
2: me, you'd see me turn beat
0: red because yeah, really, I just uh, I'm blown away by that film. I
2: thought that. Oh, Blown Away by History of Violence? How how, how cool of you. yes, I might drive my car.
0: (laughs) This is The Movies That Made Me with your hosts, Josh Olson
1: and Joe Dante.
2: Let's let's do this. So 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 uh, you know this doesn't seem the kind of thing that your show does. I don't know why. What's what's going on here? We've
0: we've done this before. Oh, the word the saddest was um, uh, what was it early early quarantine. We thought it would be fun to sort of turn that. We had Ileana Douglas come on, and she was sort of a host, and Joe and I were going to do our ten favorites of the year, and she ended up bringing her ten favorites of the year as well. And I think we recorded like I mean it was insane. It was like a two and a half hour episode. And we were using, before we had settled on Zoom, we were using some, I can't remember mm-hmm. the name of the software we were using, and it ate the entire episode. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. So we're the, uh, the three of us are the only ones who remember. That's <laughs> so right. We did, and we hardly remember any of that.
0: Look, it, it was a great conversation, but you know.
1: <laughs> What's the conversation
2: if it's not recorded? That's exactly. right. Exactly.
0: In the 21st century. Yes. Three falls in the forest, you know. But uh, no, I thought I thought it would be fun to. We've done nothing to sort of uh, acknowledge, you know, the whole year end of it all in the upcoming Oscars. And your name had come up a couple of times uh, recently, Dan. Um, uh, where um, I think the la- I think it was like in one of our last episodes, that Joe said something like, "Well, nobody can watch every movie that comes out."
2: <laughs> and I went not so fast there, Mister. Not Don, so right? fast. <laughs> Somebody, somebody described me as our cine, a cinematic sin eater, <laughs> which I like. like I, I do it for society. I just remember seeing a trailer for a Tom Hanks movie, Larry Crown. Yeah. And the trailer is him. He wants to go back to school, and that's the subject of the movie. I'm like, I got to know. I got to know. How is that a movie?
1: if you got a star, it's a movie. You can you can get it bankrolled if you got a star.
2: I had to see it. I had to see it. Didn't he awful. fall in love with someone Who is the love interest of that? Oh, um, Gugu, um, the the African American actress or African actress. She's great. No, that was pre her, wasn't it? That was her first role. Really? See, you, got, you got, it, got it? You get it? You get We're
1: we're amateurs. Come, you know, we we don't we don't. Have our fingers on the pulse.
0: Yeah, going, look at this amazing Google Booth Raw here. She's I've never seen anything in dance. Like,
2: ah, and Larry Craig. Right. I I got her skeletons already. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Now I compare myself to the guy in the the vanishing, the, who says, I have to know, I have to know. And then the villain teaches him that it's not always good to know. That is true. Although the my my
0: my one gripe
2: is that um uh, you
0: never get to, to enjoy hating a bad film around Dan because Dan will always pull out, you know, you didn't see
2: something or other. <laughs> well, that's the thing when people like a movie, me and Josh both really liked. It's not even for best picture. Don't look up. I have a lot of friends. That, oh, it's the worst movie of the year and worst movie of the year. I mean, okay, I can yeah, get it I can get if you don't like it. Yeah, but that's but, that's a lot of that's
1: politically motivated. Yes, but
2: you haven't seen Gunpowder Milkshake. You haven't seen <laughs> Jerry.
0: <laughs> it is true. What was the? Um, I think one year though, I did actually attend uh, your your bottom movie with you. Uh, I think didn't wasn't swept away like the bottom of your list one year.
2: No, well, that was that was it was not high. Madonna's yeah, we, remake of Swept Away. Madonna's remake of Swept Away. We we were and that movie made only something like $10,000
0: opening weekend. It's a it's uh
2: Yeah, I I like when when I can see my money in the opening weekend report. Like, exactly. I mean $49 That's my $9. <laughs> if not for me and Dad, that it movie would only mat- made
0: 9,999 bucks.
2: It's a bargain matinee.
0: But uh, no, I just want to be fun for, to have you on because I know that some of the stuff, you know, with some of our guests, we like to say, you know, make sure you hit a couple of films that people aren't familiar with because we want to turn them on, but we also want to know what you like. But I knew that you're like, if I asked you to come in and tell us about your 10 favorite of the past year, you'd kind of run the gamut. So I didn't even have to prime yes. you. Yes. I mean, I got like,
2: I got Joe's favorite movie, Drive My Car, in number one, but yes. You know, uh, after that i've got you know I, I do i do low culture low culture and high culture and i put them on the same plane
0: but are you going downwards you're going upwards then you've just given away Oh,
2: I, are we really just literally doing my top 10 we're not having a loose conversation mm. about no, I'm, we're
1: having a loose kind com- <laughs> don't let him don't let him confuse you as he often Jesus. does so many of our
2: well, i see so many movies that nothing's worse than people coming up to me and go hey so what's good <laughs> like, like steam literally starts to come on mirrors. Well, I've good. I don't like I just got two. It's an instant traffic jam. It's like fourth of July and you set all the fireworks off at once. I just can't do it. But um wait, did you do your list this year? Oh yeah, I did. did I miss it? I uh, maybe i all from, from yeah, drive so my many, car. How many carry? Two hundred and thirty seven. Two hundred and thirty seven. Wow. Which is pretty good for a pandemic. I mean, I've had usually higher years.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say you're usually in the like three
2: hundreds. Yeah, give me a break. There's, there's, there there's, there's a disease out there. You're the academy.
1: Now, where you saw all these things on? You didn't go to theaters.
2: I did go to theaters, but not More all. Than... Obviously, a Bad Boy, I had a cough for a week. Hmm. I had COVID for a week, but it was well worth seeing. You know, the Benefleck George Clooney, mo- Amazon movie in in the theater. So <laughs> I had to do it.
0: So they're they're now they're discovering now that um, people with COVID their brains who have had it their brains are basically you've you've aged ten years in your your brain they
1: shrink you're in, they you're sh- yeah so, so
2: okay. the tender bar I think I think the tender bar took ten years off my age without any <laughs> anything with COVID oh like I mean okay. as a as a general rule of thumb I love. I've seen them all. So I liked it. Any, anytime anything surprises me, even if it's bad, I'll give it extra credit. But if you just, you know, do a run the gamut of cliches, like I can't do it. I hate you. I hate you. So a movie like tender bar, which is every writer cliche, every coming of age cliche. I just can't deal with it. Mm. I'm ruder to it than I should be.
0: Um, should we? Well, I mean, we're we're yeah, but, I, I, yeah, yes.
2: I mean, a movie. Then me and Josh. See, I like five. I like maybe two hundred and fifty movies a year. Josh likes five. About right. <laughs> so I'm one of my top ones is Writers of Justice, which I know. Uh, both Josh both likes that. Josh, both Love me that. and John. Joe, not you. Oh, I liked it too.
1: But I wouldn't have known about it, it wasn't for him.
2: And. And and as an example, that's a movie that takes, you know, if you look at it, you think it's Liam Neeson picture, we Liam Neeson Revenge picture, and it does so many different things. Yeah, I,
1: yeah. I don't think it was helped by its title.
0: Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem the
2: title. How dare you call this movie Revenge movie by <laughs> film writers? <laughs> well, no, I, it sounds like
1: a Western.
0: <laughs> or, or, but there's something about it too that also is a little bit um and, and it is like the biker gang that it describes. It's a little cheesy. It's intentional but that does i think i think that put people off i was just i was stunned that it did not i mean, I, I loved the um uh what mad's previous film the one about the um drinkers oh another round was another round but i mean that was a, that was a pleasant surprise and that turned out to be a success i thought if that movie's a hit, how the hell is Mads Bickle said, "Wreaking vengeance on a motorcycle gang, not a
2: hit." That was- yeah, it hasn't even quite gone to a cult favorite yet, but it's it will. We're, we're slowly pushing it. It's pretty, it's pretty down.
1: obscure, I'm afraid. I mean, it's, it, it's so bizarre.
2: Geez, I, I'm realizing Josh likes all my top five movies, <laughs> which is so weird. Like, I have, no, I have nothing to make him. I'm going to I'm going to quickly go through The Worst Person in the yeah. World and Pig, and don't look up because Josh agrees with me there. <laughs> <laughs> like that's no fun those are all terrific films we, we, and we've, we've had, had all, all those, those people on the show
0: yeah
2: yeah i mean let's let's see let's see let's go oh well i know i i know josh hates dune i did not hate dune
1: he didn't like it
2: and i thought I, it was great i,
1: I he didn't I, he didn't genuflect to it um but neither did i um, i think the
2: way to look at dune is if the if you had c-span on another planet you might think it's boring, but it's C-SPAN on another planet. And that's pretty <laughs> interesting. I mean, that's pretty cool. Like you. Well, first of like all, 10 did, for 10 hours. did
0: did you know, Joan? is it my fault? Because I saw it. You know, the day it dropped, I was very excited. It was during the pandemic. It was on HBO. I threw it up on the big screen. I know, Dan, you went and saw it in
2: IMAX or something.
0: IMAX. I I had not been prepped for the fact. I feel like they didn't. I saw the why-
2: third Fifty Shades of Grey Fifty Shades <laughs> of Grey movie in IMAX. Anything for IMAX? Go, wow. Keep
1: going.
0: Uh, I feel like they didn't do their due diligence in letting us know. It's just the first half.
1: Oh, Is actually I I, I I was did aware you know? of that before I saw it. Yeah,
0: I, I did I, I, not, and I'm two hours and fifteen minutes in it, and I'm well, going. But that, that was the whole. Through?
1: That was his whole impetus. I mean, he he yeah. he saw the David Lynch version, you know, a long time ago when he was younger, and you know, it did intrigue him. But you can't take that much material and pack it into two hours. It just doesn't work. So the, his whole mission here was: I'm not going to try to do that. I'm going right. to I'm going to tell the story the way that people are now uh, familiar with in with miniseries. Is I'm going to tell the story right. chapter by chapter, like you would do now with Great Expectations. If you if you did it for sure,
2: yeah, for, uh, no, it's a tough time to do a, a book adaptation of the screen because now everybody's been spoiled. They they want that blow by blow. i I'm someone who's done adaptations. I think oh i'll just combine these two chapters and no one will notice. and everyone notices everything. Everyone takes everything so personally. it seems like
0: I also well, I also felt that there were cases or situations where and I think we've talked about this it, it's it's suffered from um from having to think about David Lynch. like once you've seen um Kevin uh, Mcmillan's Baron Harkonnen. Kenneth Kenneth. McElroy. Kenneth, Kenneth McElroy. Uh, you, you can't you can't go that route. So they, you have this fantastic actor. You got Stone Skarsgård playing the character, but he's so low key and so muted. Uh, we we watched it with friends. We had to explain afterwards to to our friend that that's that's the main villain in the thing because anything you do that's kind of over the top with it, which the character demands, you're immediately going to make
1: people. Well, but the but pledge. the movie itself is is. Fairly muted. I mean, that that's, yeah. that was yeah. my yeah. That's why problem I, with it. it. It's not. It, it's it's it's. I have it's a, a. I yeah. It's it's not in black and white exactly, but it's it's not as colorful. I as it, so I have as a sweet. Beat.
2: I have a sweet tooth for boring science fiction because it's like it may it makes it seem more real. Like it, so, that, you're
1: a like, big Tarkovsky fan. Though.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Solaris yeah. <laughs> and Stalker, come on. That's a part. That's a party. <laughs> very very Fight long, the, long party. Invite the kids over. Yeah, no, because it seems like, okay, it's, uh, there's spaceships going on here, there's other worlds going on here, and it's not exciting. It must be real.
0: <laughs> that way I go to movies.
2: Oh, I well, I, yeah, I mean, I don't, and meanwhile, if it's a, a real movie, I don't want to see, I want to see something fun happen. Like, But if right. it's a science fiction movie, I want it to be real.
1: It's hard to please.
2: <laughs> you can't win with me. Yeah. Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh well he let's go let's let's drop down very low, 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 low culture, but a movie I loved. And I think Josh liked it too. And Josh has a group of people that watch movies together. And I, I it was my birthday and I got to choose the movie. So I chose this one because I knew it was great. Oh. And everyone put up a fight because it stars Gerard Butler, never a good sign. But <laughs> no, I, no, Den of Thieves. Okay. But this movie, Cop Shop, has yes. Gerard Butler, Frank Grillo, but it also has a secret weapon in the form mm-hmm. of an actress, Angela Louder, who's the actual star of the movie, and she's insanely great.
0: I love and it. And it's no. basically
2: Joe Carnahan. A little, yeah, Joe Carnahan. It's got a little Assault Precinct 16 on there, in there, and it's just 13. a little fashioned action film. At the, when we watch it together. They used the theme from Magnum Force in the opening credits, which everyone was outraged by. But okay. I was like, "For the love, that he's signaling to you. What you're <laughs> in for? It's a secret handshake."
0: It is true. I I, I have to find Take a the hand pat hand. on the back. Yep.
1: Have you seen it yet, Joe? I have not seen it yet. It it, it's been recommended so, to me by several people. Oh, it's and, terrific. Carnahan's been on a run um,
2: lately. Um, and note to, note to everyone: do not watch the trailer. The trailer looks like. Mm-hmm scares you away with the it's like wait this is a bad Gerard Butler movie this is like you know this is not there's nothing every the trailer scares you away so don't watch the trailer sure. just trust my just trust the guy who likes Tarkovsky. Well, awesome but you can't you can't pull that
0: whammy on an audience by luring them in with an actor they've never seen as the lead in a trailer yeah so you have, the whole point is you have to make it look, yeah. yeah. It's, and The Jar
2: Brothers is great, by the way. Yep, Mr. Rabbit. In that in that film. Oh, good. And let, let me go the completely other way around. Let's go back. I mean, a movie that makes Drive My Car look like the driver um, uh, is called Memoria. It had a very limited release in 2021. It was one of my favorite films. But it's kind of having a it's having a re-release. Tilda Swinton and next week. Tilda Swin, basically Tilda Swin. She's got a noise in her head. Just normal, and and she and she so she starts to, like, just interact with people, and she can't get rid of this noise. She finally goes to a sound studio and has the, describes the noise in an amazing scene. And it's basically her trying to track. Boy, I'm really really so on this thing. <laughs> Tilda Swin tracking down a noise in her head.
1: Well, right. just tell just tell them it's a it's an the Barbarian Ber- Sound Studio. Oh, so yeah, that, that <laughs> one moved that one moved moved like a rocket. <laughs> yeah. Oh Oh
0: no, my that. god,
2: it makes barbarian sound studio like the Bonex. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's,
0: it's, it's it's there's four people listening
2: to this who, who get that. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> it's a little dirty, but the payoff at the end. Holy moly. It, go, it goes from the highest of cultures to the lowest of cultures in a satisfying way at the end that when we find out the source of the sound, I will not say anything more. But Memoria. Memoria and Cop Shop playing together to drive in <laughs> the
0: Wait, but Memoria is how long? Three and a half hours?
2: It's two hours. Oh, okay. and there, But there is a kind of painful half-hour conversation in the middle of the movie, but that doesn't help things, but, but trust me, it's, it's, it's something interesting. Now, The Power of the Dog is nominated for Best Picture, and I'm certainly not going to talk about that, because it's one of those... It's a fine film, but it's got that bullhorn subtlety that I kind of Well, it's a, like. fine, it's a fine film,
1: but has been completely botched up in the adaptation from the book.
2: Oh! Well, I'm Sheepers. super... I'm saying instead of that film where you know don't don't show me on the horse show me on the saddle where Bronco Henry touched you is <laughs> I'm going to go with another western, Old Henry. Oh yeah, with yes. Tim Blake Nelson. Yes, is an old-fashioned western that I have. Everyone I've recommended it to loves it, and I'm talking like my sister, my mother, my it's it cuts a, it's like. Everyone has, everyone has a small part of them that actually likes Westerns, that's been beaten out of them, but this will bring it back. I, I, I agree. I, I have to
0: assume the only reason you never recommended it to me is you assumed. I saw it the instant I could. So,
2: I have a category on my list every year called Amazing, Awesome, Kind of Awful, <laughs> where it's a movie that really swings for the fences doesn't get there all the way you know i could like okay this year there's three winners annette titane and um uh and zola
1: mm-hmm. mm. I couldn't make it through zola
2: Yeah, there's a lot. They all have problems. I'm, but they, 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 they're all, you know, as the old heroin addict trying to find a vein. Like I, I just love that. (laughs) There's, they're they're trying to. There's some originality there, so I forgive it everything. I compare it to like a great party where there's exciting people. It's a great time. Fashion models, um, brilliant guys in the corner with their guitars. And then at the end, somebody throws up on your shoes. Like, are you going to, are you going to call the, are you going to refer to the, are you going to remember the throw up in the shoes part of the party? Or are you going to remember the great time you had before?
1: So a lot. You know the, all, answer. You know the answer to that.
2: All, all, all three. See, I know Josh is like, Josh is a kind of, the shoe vomit party. <laughs> <laughs> no. My shoes, but I'm just- much more forgiving.
0: I'm still not sure where I come in on Zola. I, the thing with Zola that was so funny to me was that, um, and it's unfair to know the source material and stuff, but it, it felt like it's the kind of thing that you would read on Twitter and go, oh my God, this is an amazing story that happened to this woman this weekend that when you adapt it in a film is the kind of thing that someone would go, this would make a great story on Twitter. I thought, but that said, I thought there was a lot in it that was incredible. And There is a montage in that thing, and I won't say any more, but it does, it fits your description of of all three of those films, Dan, whatever it was, because it is an astonishing, mind-blowing montage, an incredible piece of work that is also will make you run for the doors and scream.
2: Yeah, I I I I like the move like the movie overall. I would not be ordering it on (laughs) Blu-ray. I'm
0: great. sure that montage, you think that montage, that montage is probably up on Blu-ray or
1: not. Probably on YouTube. Uh, on YouTube. YouTube yeah.
2: by now, yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: but don't look for it. That's all I'll say. Um,
2: now I'm trying to trying to stump the panel here. Um, oh, there's. A, did you see The Killing of Two Lovers? Mm. We had Clean Crawford on the show. Yes, we did, Jim. Yep. We had the uh, we had the star oh, of the film, right. on the show. Oh, that's right, and you like that one too. Jesus, there's too many and the director. going on. Yep, sorry. That's a very, very like five thousand dollar budget, three thousand yeah. dollar budget, and and it's it's unlike its lurid title. It's actually a really great movie about marriage, and it's chilling in the best best way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You know, we had Robert on as well, the director. Uh, we had the director and the star. Yeah, that was that was a fascinating film. Done for, as you say, literally nothing and shot in like two blocks of the most desolate neighborhood. Um in the in the west. Well, I've ever I'm seen.
2: A, I'm a big believer in like I hate people that spend three thousand dollars on a forty-five minute short. If you're gonna if you're gonna do that, just make a feature. Right.
0: Make a feature. And they're working on something else right now, I believe. So. oh cool, cool. Um Oh, and that was that was uh, right. Did, yes, Clayton Crawford came on the show. What happened? Somehow, uh, that was the other time uh, the dog ate the homework because he had to come back and uh, did it oh, did geez. it all over again. He was
2: very uh, he was very. I'm um, look, looking forward to
1: my all, yeah. my, all my bone moats. You're,
0: you're gonna come back tomorrow and do it all
1: over again. And all my fresh. bone moats of Larry Crown lost. He's he's intentionally not taping. <laughs> like tears
2: in the rain. <laughs> yeah. What is, so this is an M. Night Shyamalan podcast and they yes. never recorded.
1: <laughs> They're throwing up on your shoes.
2: Podcast. It's never recorded. Um, oh my God. All right. Geez, I'm whipping through these now. That's a, that? that's a
0: character in a movie, a guy with a podcast who who has these conversations with people but doesn't actually record them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he doesn't get very many guests. Though. Yeah, you can only do that for so long before they tweak to you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: There was a great Saturday Night Live sketch. i actually never heard of a, a Fisher Price podcast where All right. white men can say anything they want, but it's just a toy podcast. So <laughs> nothing ever gets recorded. But. Yes. All right, I'm going to go deed now because yes, I know you go. haven't seen this one. I know you didn't have Julia Benoist on the show.
1: Not yet. We we, we of course after, but you know she's very <laughs> booked up.
0: Joe thinks he's joking. She's she's got to we, draw We've we, we have taken a shot. We have taken a shot. and We will do it again. So
2: well, there was a <laughs> movie that you know. Sometimes you know, well, we we had the tragic loss of the arc like theater. So, but but every third every Wednesday, the t- the show times for Friday come out, and I scour every theater to see what's opening because sometimes, if they only knew, if you open a movie that's only playing in your theater, Dan Waters is going to come. So why don't. <laughs> Like you know, Lemley Glendale, you got me. And it's and the landmark always has well, this up landmark. the
0: ante though. Let them know the other part of that story that makes it even more. Oh, that, I, you, don't, how how that, that the, I don't yes, drive. That I Yes, he doesn't
2: drive. He does not drive. And getting to Glendale from downtown is all. It's all. It's only one bus, but it's. <laughs> it's actually. It's. But you know. It's. It and it's worth it to see an uh, really straight to video no gibson movie but i'm not here to talk about that one i'm here to talk about <laughs> Julia vinesh um she did a movie called who do you think i am and it's a kind of a, like uh a, it's one thing that if a schlubby 300 pound guy catfishes you but this is like kind of Julie Benesch catfishing someone and it goes in such weird and odd directions and you think it's you think it's a fun oh, this is a fun adult comedy. Thank God France still makes adult comedies. And then it gets more and more twisted. And I'm like, I was in the, one of the upstairs theaters of Landmark Theater. I don't know if you've been there. It's like a couple of couches and a round,
1: mm-hmm.
2: a round stool. <laughs> that, but I turn around like, I, no one's going to believe me that I saw this movie, but it's great. And who do you, who do you think I am? Who do you think I am? And how, long it, ago,
1: it, how long ago did this come out?
2: It was came out um, May, maybe.
1: Huh. We'll probably, probably find last it on year. Probably find it on Amazon or something.
2: Yeah, it's probably probably available. I mean, Isn't I have a hard time. A I, uh, yeah, I have a hard time. I like I try to see everything in the theater. I think you see. I, I believe if you were trapped in a the theater, Joe, drive my car would have been a different experience for you, because if you have That's like true. a computer a newspaper whatever those are and no, I, um,
1: I i actually screened it at home and i have a really big room and a big a good sound and all i mean I, it was like being in a theater but okay. there were just no except bad.
0: for the part where you you can stop and i i I, I, I have the same thing i didn't stop once oh really okay all right yeah
1: I think for a minute um, I think I we're thinking, talking about. I know this. I know this movie has a point. I'm. i, I, I'm, so if I Stick <laughs> oh, with it long enough. Joe. It's going to tell me what the point is. I'm not even going go to the end. Of went, oh, what a surprise! It doesn't have a point.
0: Joe is, Joe has never lost anyone. He's never suffered any 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 pain. Oh my anymore. God!
1: <laughs> no, no. You have to have the, a the deaf woman. A, that, real that, Jones for Uncle jo- Uncle Vanya to to uh, to make it through that. The
2: deaf woman at the end. Oh my God! I'm crying just thinking about it.
0: But I for a minute to get back to the thing, I just thought for a minute, it sounded like you were talking about he loves me, he loves me not. And I'm like, is that is that a subgenre that the French do that nobody else does? Of, um...
2: Yeah, that's even that's even more a little psychopathy. But um but yeah, yeah. No, I, I find foreign countries, even when they try to imitate American movies, they end up doing something wrong, which makes them better. <laughs> like it makes them more like in my zone of like, oh, something different. Well, yeah, but that's
0: always been, I mean, I think that's the thing I love about like the Sergio Leone Westerns. There's always that, you know, you're so used to seeing them that you don't even think of it, but there's all those sort of weird moments that are, you know, out of whack with traditional Westerns and that's what makes them so interesting, you know,
2: absolutely.
0: that, that he's, he's coming to it from the outside and not a hundred percent. It's not, it's not flowing in his veins the way it is in ours.
2: And Sergio Lone bring Sergio Lone actually brings me to Barban Star. Go to Vista Del Mar. <laughs> okay. okay, draw draw that line for us, David. I don't uh... Um Which is and you haven't had Chris and Wing on the show, have you? We have not. Well, did you How, say how I mean? do you get from
0: Sergio Leone? I don't.
2: I don't. Oh goddamn! Okay, fine. I'm sorry, but that was a, that was a movie that came out earlier in the year that I thought was also something different and really um, now it's already a cold classic, but, but I was like one of the first people on my block to see it and people were mocking me and like, and they've come around, they've come around, they came around quickly on that one. I think some of them. There's a Josie, the pussycat screening here downtown at the Alamo that, that, has not quite achieved its full cult status that it should. <laughs> that is a great film. Have we? It, it, it's showing at the album. It's actually in the theater. And it's Probably sold after, out. It's after sold after out, this airs though, right? It's sold out. The, no, it, yeah, it's sold out. It's sold out its little show. Fantastic. Have you seen Josie and the Pussycats, Joe? No,
1: but I've heard that it's unusual.
2: It's. It, it, I
0: marvel at it because it's a movie that, no one who would enjoy it would have gone to see when it came out and no one who would have gone to see it when it came out would have enjoyed it. If That makes sense. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's a well, movie for us that looks like a movie for 11 year old girls. And I can just imagine the 11 year old girl sitting in the audience, just going, what the fuck is this mommy?
2: There's product placement parodies throughout the movie. It's so there's good. one where they go to see a manatee in an aquarium. And there's a sign behind there for Evian. And which I thought was hilarious, but, and I saw this at a test screen and apparently, and somebody raised their hand and um, uh, said, the movie had too much product placement. So what are you going to (laughs) do? You know, although it's a a fine line doing product placement parody. I
0: I really, I can't recommend that one highly enough. Um, There's so many great, God, in the beginning, there's, there's a, there's a boy band that is starting to outlive its usefulness for the record company and Alan Cumming doesn't he play their manager or something manager and they're on an airplane that is covered with target symbols. And the instant he realizes that they have outlived their usefulness, he runs into the cockpit and he says to the pilot, take the Chevy to the levee. And then they put on parachutes and they jump out of the airplane and the plane crashes, killing the boy band.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So, so one thing we learned from our salute to 2021 is go see Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> go see and Josie
0: the Pussycats. Whatever you can. In a theater. God, I, oh, I'm heartbroken. And here's the good news. If you don't happen to live near a movie theater that is showing the 20-year-old movie Josie and the Pussycats, uh, you can get it on DVD and Blu-ray at MoviesUnlimited.com, along with most, if not all, of the movies that we talked about uh, on this episode with Dan Waters. Um, they are the best. There are sponsors. Uh, they carry tons and tons of movies um, on actual physical media, which, uh, if you don't understand what that is, um, find an older person and ask them to explain it to you, kids, because it's way better than streaming.
1: So, if you look in the wallet and there's no moths flying out, you have a couple of bucks you want to spend, why don't you buy your favorite movies at moviesunlimited.com? You'll find classics, imports, hard-to-find films, and also new releases. The prices are great, and the choices are endless. Own the titles you love and enjoy all the bonus features you just don't get else- elsewhere. I can fix it, I can fix it. Elsewhere. I, fi- <laughs> elsewhere. Elsewhere.
0: I, I keep that, though.
1: <laughs> Click the Movies Unlimited banner on the Trailers From Hell website and buy your favorite movies from hard-to-find films, imports, and more. Go now to MoviesUnlimited.com, the movie collector's website, where shipping is always free on orders over $50. Movies, movies, movies.
2: Jesus, what? jeez, I'm whipping too too fast. What else do we got? I mean, well, did you see? I'm, did you see Drive My Car's director's other movie this year? I have not. The the, the anthology Leo of Fortune and Fantasy. No, it's only ninety minutes, Joe. That's what I heard. Yeah, that's it. Intrigued me, needless to say. It's three separate stories. It's a seven
0: stories in ninety minutes.
2: Three stories in ninety. minutes.
1: Oh, three stories in ninety minutes. Three stories and and in ninety then, minutes, but he couldn't tell one story in three hours. <laughs>
0: Joe is, Joe is very hung up on that.
1: So. I, I just think if a movie's going to be three hours, there should be a reason. I, it shouldn't be because you're reading Chekhov. I, page I, by page. I can't
2: even, it's so I've I've backed off from it lately, but I used to think all movies should be three hours.
1: Like, I would think Dan this year not our would have you of that notion since virtually every movie yes. that came out was nearly three uh, hours.
2: I remember picking, I remember specifically the movie Terminal Velocity with Charlie Sheen. That's just like, okay, it was a 90 minute programmer. But what if we really got to know Charlie Sheen? What if we, what if, like, because the, they had the, the movie has one amazing sequence, but we're really talking about the hot moon, new movies, Terminal Velocity and Joseph Biscuits. But there's a scene where a car falls out of a plane. And they've got to get in the trunk of the car as the plane's falling. And like, it's happening too fast. Like, this could be one of the great classics in small cinema, but I needed an hour of build-up. Like, <laughs> I like my three hour films. And then-
0: but, that was that was my problem when, when 24 began. I was I was so excited by the idea of.
2: Exactly. You know, breaking
0: down an action movie into real life, one hour shots. And I'm thinking scene where he's got to go to the bathroom and this is a phone call. I mean, I was ready for that show. He never
2: goes to the bathroom. He never eats. If he I, needs I want, to get from
0: LA to Washington, it takes two episodes if he needs it to take. And and just every hour was just crammed with action. I,
2: I want a sandwich in real time. Yeah. Yeah, I found that very frustrating. I,
0: that show still remains to be made. I bet I think it's great. I think it's really, really potentially great. But you're gonna have to deal with a lot of downtime.
2: Great point. And oh, and I just realized my what I'm calling my second favorite film of 2021, which I saw in a theater, even though it opened on Netflix, as they say. But I try to watch on Netflix and. It actually brought me such the wrong way, but I heard great things about it. So I go, damn it, I'm just going to go. It was playing at the Alamo Draft House down here in downtown. It's my favorite theater because it's 12 steps away. Um, Bo Burnham's Inside, which is... Still have not. Which the director, the writer-director of Eighth Grade, which was one of my favorite movies of this year. Basically him during quarantine doing crazy audiovisual song stuff I mean, and it turns out it's the house from Nightmare on Elm Street but that's nothing to do with anything but um but it's hilarious it's crazy it's it, it, I thought it was amazing and you know it brought back my warm memories of Joe and Josh you're going to appreciate this of Tom Lear do you remember Tom
1: Lear oh, Tom Lear yeah Tom Lear they're, they're rioting in Africa <laughs> It's a Tom Lear so long
0: Lear. mom I want to drop a bomb <laughs>
2: Well, he has a song called Welcome to the Internet that oh. is, that is like, uh, it feels like the reincarnation of Tom Lair. Amazon, uh,
1: he's on YouTube a lot. I mean, you can, you can get a whole, whole raft of his stuff on YouTube. And a lot of people, unfortunately, are not familiar with it.
0: Yeah, he just made it all of it. I think he, what did he do? He like gave up his copyright or something and just sort of gave yeah. all of his stuff to the world. Yeah. And just Tom Lehrer, folks, if you are not familiar, L-E-H-R-E-R, and just go on and check it out. Just one of the, he was just is one of the great guess, satirists of yeah. our
1: time.
2: And yeah. it's, it's, he still stings like there's some like yeah, what this is Did not the Capitol steps
0: or something like that. This is Yeah, like my grandmother used to
2: play me or play me his albums and I think it was helped me, you know, whatever dark humor genes I had coming up percolated at the top when I heard that. Yeah. Those sure. are
0: Tom Lehrer, Mad Magazine, yeah, that stuff. You know, Tom Lehrer
2: and Joseph Puscans we were really
1: really cooking. <laughs> Bringing 21 Driving away Those drive my car
2: fans
1: (laughs) Terminal velocity
0: So what you're saying Is you're you're holding that For the the director's cut Of terminal velocity
2: Maybe we can start Uh, A campaign uh, uh, Yes uh, Even though The director's cut Was never actually made (laughs) Now Are are you guys angry That I'm not saying Certain films
0: I don't know We We don't get angry we, like we occasionally and get frustrated. Yeah, we do get even though so it's <laughs>
1: <laughs> like if eh, there's nothing to say like here's, here's in the, the movies problem. that are the movies that are nominated for best picture people yeah, are rarified, talking about them. rarefied strata that we don't usually approach on this show
0: yeah unless unless they're coming on the show but <laughs> they're, they're uh, i also feel like everybody's talking about those movies that's why i wanted to have you come in because i knew you'd be
1: uh you're talking about josie the pussy
2: that's right <laughs> <And> <laughs> he wouldn't even talk about 20- shop he wouldn't and, even talk about 2021 Um. Okay, I'm Jesus Christ. I'm I'm digging deep again, but this is my fourth favorite film of the year. Um. Oh my God! And the title is going to scare away, but it's it's so chilling. Quo vadis, Aida?
1: Yeah, I've not seen it. Jokes on. I've read about it. No, I haven't seen it. I've read all about it. It sounded fascinating.
2: I mean, Serbia is not a fun place. Um, back back in the day, and it's basically a woman who works at works with the a Serbian woman works with you and trying to keep her family alive during, during the troubles over there. And it is so tense. You, you are put right there and it's such a futile situation. It's probably a fun movie to watch during, during the, the troubles that Ukraine is having right now. So yeah, there's a, there's um, a
1: whole subtext of Serbian movies, as you know, uh, like a Serbian film, which is, yeah. you know, pretty scary uh but i think that the uh, current uh, situation in ukraine is going to yield other films in that genre
2: yeah we well, you know if you want chilling foreign films the, the, there's always going to be um material being provided unfortunately
0: but well, what so tell me what, what is kovatis
2: it's it's i told you it's it's a That's woman
0: like, like what more give me give me some meat why am why do i want to see
2: it? I want to see it. She's fighting for her family's life, and but but and it's also the UN's trying to compete. All these people hide in a compound to not be massacred, and it's so. I was going to say funny, but it's not funny. The (laughs) the Serbian generals just plow over the UN. They with with they have so much more charisma than the UN does, even though they're evil. And just watching watching a genocide in slow motion. (laughs) Wow. I'm really selling it. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's uh, I
1: have. I can see the trailer now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, boy.
1: When you add that to the title, you're going to understand why people are unfamiliar with it.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. When... So you, haven't, you haven't hit Cody yet, your favorite. Um, oh, someone, geez. I, but, but yeah, there are those movies that everyone is talking about. We do not need to go near any of them.
2: The... Yeah, I mean, I wanna I wanna talk about licorice pizza, but it's it's fine. You know, people say it's the greatest film of all time. I don't get it. I, mean, I don't get it, it either.
1: Uh, it's first of all, if you're gonna make a, if you're gonna make a movie that's got the title of a, a an obscure record store that doesn't exist anymore, and you don't a talk about the meaning of the of the title, you don't b have a, any record store for the kids to walk walk past to identify it, uh, you just throw it up there and says, it's licorice pizza." Figure it out yourself, you know? It, it, it did feel
0: like it went a little deep into the personal reference. Like, I, I maybe wonder... a wondered, totally
1: personal film for this guy. I mean, but I maybe wonder
0: where the lines are. Like, how far can you go into something like that before you've made a movie that only people from the 3900 block of, you know, the, yeah, Hamilton Street in Philadelphia are going to get what I'm talking
2: about. Yeah, because we're always taught yeah. that the more specific you, you are, the more general is the overall effect but sometimes it's but not
1: a true. Point. yeah well i mean he loves he loves the valley and he went to a, a great lengths to reproduce uh parts of it and uh, to make it as authentic as he possibly could uh and i i'm sure it has great meaning for him but it, I, it, the fact is that the movie is it's just a series of episodes it's not really a story uh, and it's with still two in very place. uncharismatic lead character. How dare you? Now you, sorry. Go, too, you go too far. <laughs> just not. I'm sorry. They're just not, You go too you know? far, Joe. No, They're I, both that's how right I felt now. about it. I thought there were a lot of good things in the movie, particularly, uh, the, particularly you know, the John Peters character. Nancy, cancel the girl actually, from
0: Haim. She's not coming
1: on next. Who one. actually said <laughs> to me the same thing that he says to the kid in the movie. I mean, it was like a monster with him. Who, who said what? John Peters. He's, the, the dialogue in the movie is, is di- it's real dialogue, and which John Peters himself, by the way, apparently his, gave his blessing to. He said, as long as it's what I really said, you know.
2: Wow. I and know I, I
1: mean, the fact that he comes off as a total asshole is actually true to life because he mm-hmm. was and is a total asshole. But he can't be entirely an asshole if he was not enough sense of humor to allow himself to be played uh, as that movie does, which is the best scenes in the movie. Well, I thought the two
2: leads were absolutely terrific, but it still ends with them running to each other like every other romantic comedy. So, like, I I just don't, just never went to the next level with me. Like, I I, I just remember when, you know, looking over these nominations for Best Picture, I'm, you know, I was a bad boy and brought up like the nominations for 1976, which were like, you know, Jaws, Nashville, One Fluid, Cuckoo's Nest, Barry Lyndon, Dog Day Afternoon, like, those are Best Picture nominations.
0: By the way, the weakest movie won, and it's still One floor Over the Cuckoo's Nest. That's insane. It's yeah.
2: insane. Now we got Belfast and Coda, mm-hmm. which, you know. Which are nice movies. Quote,
1: nice movies. The old-fashioned kind Belfast of Belfast nice is a movie.
2: bot movie. It's a movie made in a machine where you put in you put in Irish whimsy, Van Morrison, you're talking, you're, Black they, and they, White. You're defending River's Pizza,
1: which is the same kind of movie.
2: No, I disagree.
1: It's the same kind of movie. It's if it's somebody's memory of of, of their lives and where they lived and what, what their environment was. So it's the same kind of picture. What what's the difference? Do you know a T It, is, it tea is the same tea?
0: kind, but I I do feel like I feel like Brana actually manages to make it um, as you say, somehow more universal. What of its specificity. Um, I, I don't share it to I I quite enjoyed it. But um, Okay. Yeah, it's a lot I better do. than
1: the Chris Pizza. I'm, oh my I'm, god i'm sorry i had already gone too far remember can we agree on coda at least no it's not it's not a nice movie i
2: know i'm i'm an an evil person it's a nice movie but but i if it wins best picture i'm going to post a uh, post a better version of both sides now every day and i'll be doing it for five years (laughs) (laughs) which is not a great singer I mean, I don't want to bring up the fact that a family's death—that's that would be. I, I
0: just felt I felt like it, it was just sort of startling to see that movie getting. I mean, it's one year after Sound of Metal, which it sort of taps into some similar yeah. territory, which is a another nice movie, masterpiece. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a masterpiece, whereas whereas uh, Coda just sort of feels like a. Uh, I don't know. I, I I I couldn't I couldn't figure out why I was watching or or more to the point why people are talking about this like it's
1: something noteworthy i, I think was. because they're hoping it might be the power of the dog
0: uh, there is one <laughs> yeah. moment and then the father is justifiably getting a lot of attention he's away yeah. there is a yeah. moment with him and her that is that is
2: that, that, that is, is a nice good. moment i'm not i'm um, not yeah. i'm not i'm not totally a horrible person yes um <laughs> not totally but yeah, I just don't, you know, I, I I get scared of the generic. That that's if there's one theme of my film going. Yeah. You
1: know, he's I, probably yeah. one of those guys who didn't like Green Book.
2: Yeah, of course I'm one of those guys. <laughs> oh my God, have you met your co-host, Joseph? Or are you uh... <laughs> Well, I mean the thing the thing a lot of people don't understand who are maybe listening and not in LA is that we get we get these we get these glossy magazines. That stuff your mailbox of that have these just gorgeous, incredibly well crafted ads of for each movie, reclaiming it the greatest film ever made. And like, and I thought Power of the Dog was fine, but every every day I see this like gatefold opening, beautiful mom, picture that says Power of the Dog will move you like any other movie, no. more than any movie I ever, ever will. And so, and something like you get angry at that. You're like, wait a minute. But that's not true i'm gonna vote for king richard like you know just to despite them well it does have the effect of of yeah like a film
0: uh, you know that that you know I, I just make one i won't even name one but yeah some some film that you thought was perfectly fine and then for the next three months yeah you're inundated with this stuff and it does have the effect i think as someone who's fairly resistant to that where every now and then i go wait a minute do i need to see it again did i miss something and then you go no i didn't god damn it but you realize that there are people who are just being swayed by that or who aren't even seeing the films and then they're voting for the ad campaign.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, no. It's like, I, I, I didn't even say to myself, do I need to see the power dog again? I'm like, do I need to see it? Like I must've, I must've not that movie that I went into the theater that said the power of the dog and had a poster of Benedict Cumberbatch. That must've been the same one. Like, it can't be, can't
0: be.
1: I, I, it's no tragedy of like Macbeth put it that way yeah, it's one of the best movies of the year i, right. I quite I quite
0: I quite enjoyed it i was um I was uh, nonplussed by it um, but but in a good way, but it just seemed like an odd an odd turn but um uh who was it? it's Joel right Did that one does that mean that yeah. like ethan Ethan used to do all the writing? Is that what we're getting from this <laughs>
1: Well, because this guy had Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah,
0: <exactly. laughs> yeah he's, he's Oh, yeah, can't write he's, anymore.
2: He's still. I love how when they do these Shakespeare adaptations, the writers still take out ads and variety. Same for your consideration. Like, what?
0: Yeah, I, is editing Shakespeare constitute? I guess that happens all the time. Right? Well, there's,
2: although a lot, the, there's a lot of editing. Although the, the, yeah. the character of Ross, I believe his name is Macbeth, he, he, they did some crazy things with him. He's like the conduit of everything. He's suddenly. So he's in on everything, he's the third murderer. Well, that's, that's the
1: same thing Orson Welles did in his version of Macbeth, he invented a whole other character of, of, of a father. Yeah, I life. thought
2: I I, got, I want to see it again, but it's an implication that even mm-hmm. he, he did Lady Macbeth's suicide like it made it look like a suicide. But maybe I'm extrapolating too much.
0: But, but who and I did think I mean, the, the witch
1: was incredible. And yes. A, a
0: really interesting Catherine Hunter of, the way yes. to do it. Yeah. Do I do we know her from something before or is this her not
1: not, not not in film, no?
2: She she yeah. did a couple little things, but nothing that would jump out at you. So is she gonna be like this year's Mark Rylance? all of a sudden we're gonna see her in everything and where was her where was huh? her nomination?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Oh yeah, no, exactly. Uh, yeah. 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 Very odd.
2: <laughs> waters. You got
0: some more. You got some more. Give me some. Oh from my left god. <laughs>
2: Oh, my God. How could we forget bad luck banging loony porn? Oh, yeah. The, uh, uh, the Romanian uh, film. Romanian film, yes. And it starts off with the explicit playing of a sex tape with a lead actress. And she's a teacher. And she gets, you know, and it's not, I mean, it's graphic, but innocuous in the of the way. And then she basically, basically it ends with like there's a real time school board. Um, meeting where she gets lambasted for having this sex tape leaked, and it's pretty amazing. And and it, the the hypo- hypocrisies are revealed, and everything and else like that. And then, but then it has just uh, the opposite of vomiting in the shoes. They have a, an ending that just you'll never forget. Have you
0: seen Bad Luck, Banging, or Looney Porn, Joe?
1: No, but it's the greatest title of the year.
0: It's pretty good. It is pretty good, I gotta say.
1: <laughs> and where yeah. would yeah. one see this?
0: I think it is it. still on the Academy streaming channel, which will be of much use to our uh, listeners. It's not. Yes.
1: it's not. I didn't encounter it. You,
2: you go to,
1: you yeah, go, the you go to
2: Extras. Uh
1: huh. And then you go
2: to the international films that were not nominated. Uh,
1: oh, I didn't, I didn't. I guess I haven't. You gotta accessed, dig deep. They're still there. No, yeah. I haven't accessed that part of it. Yes, you I didn't, yeah, know, I, I didn't sure. know you could still see the movies that weren't. I
2: right. think so. Like I can't see. The, like last year, they allowed you to see the documentaries that were nominated, but not this. Damn. year. But um, hmm. I'm a I, I I'm on the Academy committee, so I saw fifty of the ninety movies that were nominated in the course of a month and a half. So, oh, um, God, I'm well versed, and there's a lot, a lot, a lot, of, a lot of dark, a lot of dark, troubling learning about other cultures, foreign films, but, you know, that movie, Bad Like Bagging, or Looney Porn, and The Worst Person in the World, which we didn't really talk about, that, are rays of sunshine. Like, The Worst Person in the World, which I really think is, if it would have come out, like, in November, with the real release, I think it could have been, really shake things up, I could have sneaked and got a nomination, and knocked off one of those generic movies off. Well, she could have gotten a nomination. Yeah. 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 She's very tall in real life.
0: But it did. What is it? it got uh, Best International and Best Screenplay.
2: Best Screenplay. That's pretty
0: good, yeah. Not too shabby. Not not too shabby at all. Um, uh, by the way, going completely off, off the board, only because I have just seated and we're just talking. And it's just a conversation. We're not going off to uh, Dan's Top Ten. Uh, I, I, we just watched The Atom Project the other night and just could not believe how much Nancy and I both loved it. Oh
2: my God, I can't believe this. Josh, this is the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> What's that? you agree with me on a Ryan Reynolds amb- Amblin movie? I don't believe well, it.
0: Well, to be fair, written by Jonathan Tropper. So so that's uh, okay. probably their, their secret weapon. But well,
1: uh, have you seen it yet, Joe? No, I. Uh, it just looked like a compendium of a lot of things I'd seen before. So I didn't... You know. I, I swear it's correct. Me. It, Boy got does me. It. it got me. He yeah. goes
2: back and sees his younger self. And, you know, yep. not, not the... Not to get too maudlin, but my father was a college professor, who died very early in his life, and to have my dad played by Mark Ruffalo was very overwhelming. It was quite quite good. And yeah, I, I I would you, I had
0: no intention whatsoever, and then I just it happened to catch my eye. The Tropper had written it. Who's been a guest on our show, creator of Banshee and Warrior, and just a fantastic writer. And um, yeah, he brings. I mean, it's got the requisite action that that he, he's so good at doing, but it it um, I don't know. He somehow manages to write very stuff that deals with just very primal, basic emotions, but without ever being mawkish somehow. Because it does. It, it's, uh, it, it, yeah, you, you, would, you could easily look at it and go, oh, Christ, someone's, someone has not gotten over the Goonies yet. And um, you'd, you'd be wrong. It's, it's quite wonderful. It is really, really wonderful.
2: Geez, I did not expect that this would end with me and Josh holding hands and ringing right. around the Rosie. you cry
0: like a baby in the best way, Joe, even you, even you.
2: I have many good friends who, who pride themselves on never seeing, have never seen a Ryan Reynolds movie, but I'm
0: a, I'm a fan. And was an early adapter there too. Uh, I did. I also enjoyed it. That was the crazy thing—the double whammy of of uh, I don't know which which would be sort of um, if you really if you really want to keep me from seeing your movie, Mike Michael Bay and Ryan Reynolds together, and yet, oh my uh, god, I, I absolutely, absolutely love that. What was the that? Don't be six yeah, underground.
2: Was, six underground was fantastic. Six underground fantastic. open open on Netflix. Yep, I saw it as the only person. At the man village theater, which you've ever been there, that's quite a big theater. I was the only person there, but it was, I thought, I thought it's Michael Bay's best film by far. And it has a climax involving magnets. And I have to say, I've got, I'm partial to climaxes that end with magnets.
1: Not that there have been that many.
2: (laughs) Well, let me tell you. Sorry. You need to, you need to wait, 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 what? Yeah. Well, there's the magnetic
1: monster. Let's see what else. Um, (laughs)
2: I mean, the magnets make people do things. It's crazy.
1: That's right. It should be a cliche.
2: Why can't that be a cliche? Why can't they drive that one down on the ground? I'd be so happy.
0: It's yeah, but that one. Did you ever see that one, Joe? Or are you?
1: Uh, uh, no, I'm, I'm behind on my magnet. Though.
0: On your on your uh, on Your Michael Bay films. Um, yeah, shockingly, shockingly entertaining
2: wow we're, we're, just, we're just all credibility for a lot of people are going out the <laughs> <laughs> wait, I how can we top our, our our liking of ryan reynolds can we throw michael bay in there? Oh, michael, <laughs> yeah. michael i'm
0: not saying oh wait did you see or was that this year or last year did you see the moon movie the one with uh it's not michael bay it's the other guy oh, Kelly, uh, oh yeah that was
1: the moonfall yeah it's good moonfall I like it's good it. really that's, oh yeah it's 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 that, it's stupid but it's good it's it looks like really, the moon's falling to the earth or something
2: that's, that's that's a lot of fun you have to save that for next year that that is a 2022 release 2022 okay but i remember fighting it all the way and then when they get on that moon and crazy stuff starts <laughs> to happen i just let go and realized that <laughs> <laughs> My twelve year old self would have said this is the movie of the year. And sure. I just I thought it was a lot thought it was a lot of fun. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely you got if you have that gene. I mean, and there's another crappy movie they got, another terrible miss that was released on Friday that I think is fantastic too, and I fell in love with, even though it's not very good. Um, the new thriller by Adrian Lyne. oh yes is that that's good it is a hoot and beneflect Beneflect, i thought was great but as long as you know going in it's it's not good and ends really really stupidly but that, that that all said it's a wonderful film
0: and do you do, because I've noticed there's just been this explosion, I guess it's sort of the straight to video market has turned into whatever this is, because there's just now there's so much stuff streaming that goes, you know, that never plays in a theater. But that Yeah, has... I used,
2: I, when doing my list, I used to be very arrogant about it, it has to play at least a week in the theater. And a wow. lot of these. That, that went made, out the window. With yeah, control. you can't do that anymore. Yeah. And so, you know, I, you know, if it's a movie. It's a movie. I mean, like
0: Apex have you seen the Bruce Willis? I hear it's the best of the nine movies he put out last year it was the no I did
2: see <laughs> out for death or whatever that was De- death for out for out death bruce,
0: yes. the bruce willis yes uh yeah I've, I've I've seen none of them, but I've heard Apex it.
1: you do those Joe ever the um... no i don't I don't do Bruce uh well, Dan,
0: um, you'll you'll have to come back next year and uh, walk us through some more of your
2: Jeez, I babes. Mean, we didn't talk about a James Bond movie. But- oh, well, do you want to? No, no, that's good. Loved it. I absolutely loved it.
0: And, uh, watching a James Bond movie and where my wife is weeping at the end, I think that's, that's. you know what? It also had, uh, and we're about the same age. Did you ever have the, um, uh, the car? Did you have the Aston Martin Corgi car that had the machine guns and the, bulletproof thing on the back. I was never a car person. Toy car. Toy car. I was never a toy car person. Really? Because that was, every kid I knew, we all had the, the, do you remember those, Joe? I mean, you were probably. I
1: wasn't a toy car person either.
0: (laughs) But they were great. You know, you press a button and the machine guns popped out of the front and you press another button and the roof opened and it ejected the guy out of the
1: ejector seat. And it was the greatest toy ever. I
2: just remember how great the commercials were for those toys. And you realize They were fantastic.
1: it really is yeah, like, they never looked as good as Yeah, once you the get them like minute,
2: I got to use my imagination for this shit. They, they look, look like, pretty okay. good.
0: But I got to say it was it was like the new Bond film. I think that was my favorite moment is I've never seen the Aston Martin get to do all the stuff it did. It was like the 5-year-old
1: or 6-year-old and he was so happy with that scene. There's another way that was I liked it too, but it was too long. It was so um, long they had to have three villains. <laughs> <laughs> I, normally
0: I'd agree, but I I was I was happy to be there that whole time.
2: Uh, you know, I'm like if I make the trip, I'm there sitting down. You you got me for at least five hours. That's true. You got a long bus ride home. <laughs> <laughs> I got a bus waiting for me. So. That's right.
0: Uh, well,
1: Daniel, thank you thank so Dan. much.
0: Yes, well, but you say we'll have you back next year. You'll have to um, uh, give us some more. And, we can find
1: out if um, keep that keep the that moon, theatrical tradition alive.
0: I know where Moonfall landed on your best of twenty twenty two
2: list. <laughs> yes, I, I I'm already knowing I'm going to have to put it in its own separate category. <laughs> Wait, what's the name of the cat? All the categories are named. Well, not always, but some movies just just define. You just feel bad putting them, number them, and not giving them a category, <laughs> like a, like amazing, awesome, kind of awful, you, you, dumb they, but fun. You can't let them play in the general population. Right.
0: Um, Well, thank you, my Uh, friend.
1: Okay. Hi, Hi Dan. Fucking Magnus. How do they work?
0: Our show was recorded from several well-stocked bunkers. We can't wait to get back to beautiful downtown Burbank. We're the official podcast of trailersfromhell.com, the best damn movie website there is. Our engineer is the composer Don Barrett, who also transmogrified, produced, and created our theme song. This is Josh Olson for The Movies That Made Me. Stay safe out
2: there, folks.
1: As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane
0: Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, US versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous US-China relationship. Find Face Off
2: wherever you get your podcasts.